Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ole, 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 ole. Are you going to the match tonight? Do the intro. Uh, welcome everybody to the Digger Dad's Pure Shy Podcast. This is Ryan. Shane's over there. Are you going to the match tonight? Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah, well, if, if you're going, I'm going, like, because we go everywhere together. Everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And it's great. It's going to be good. It's going to be good crack. And hopefully it's a full stadium. Yeah, they're out, though, the girls. They, they lost their first two matches, sadly. And this is their last one. And then they, they take a flight back home, hey? Yeah, it's sad, like, it's sad. The thing about it is, they, they came close against Australia. And then when they played Canada, your one scored an own goal. And if she didn't do that, it would have been a draw match. And then they would have had a chance. But sadly, um, sadly these things happen, hey? But your one scored some goal from the corner. Yeah, Katie McCabe. God, that was some boot. Some boot she has on her. See the colour of them. They're class. Anyway, let's carry on. Have you ever been to a big uh, big match like that in a big stadium? I have, yeah. I went to an Aussie Rules match over in Perth when Ireland was playing Australia. A few years ago now. A few years ago now. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, it was grand, yeah. I stayed with a few lads. We were at a stag night and we were having good crack and drinking pints and I went into the girls' toilet and uh, Ireland lost that one. Hang on now. You went into the girls' toilet? Oh uh, yeah, sorry. I'll go back and talk with actually. So what happened was I was needing, needing to go to the toilet and I was sitting there I was like, guys, I'm bowling. I'm bowling. So it was half time and I went down into the little tunnel thing and then I went down the corridor and I looked up at the, the sign and it was the man one. I, I'm sure it was the man sign. And I walked in and I was like, God, where's all the, where's all the traps? This is only the cubicles. Maybe this is like this in these stadiums. I don't know. So carried on, about my business, went to the toilet. And then when I finished, I stepped out into the little hallway. And what greeted me was three old ladies. And they were as shocked to see me as I was to see them. And they shouted at me. What did they say to you? Uh, one of them looked at me and says, What are you doing in here, mate? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Very sorry. I, I I thought this was the fellas' toilets. But then I realised there was no troughs. And 
I just thought this was the lad's toilet. I'm very sorry, Deirdre. I, I am not. Uh, I'm not a pervert. Please don't ring the guards. Don't tell anyone. Let's just keep this one on on the DL on the down low. I promise I'll never be in here again. And I, I walked out. I was mortified. I was quite ashamed of my actions. I didn't do it intentionally, like. And then I remember, I went up and I sat with the lads and we were just watching the match and they could tell something happened, like, because I was, like, red and kind of nervous and kind of annoyed, really. And they're like, what happened? I was like, no, nothing, nothing at all. It's all good, lads. They're like, no, what happened? So they got out of me. I said, sorry, lads, no. Don't laugh, please. <laughs> but I, I was going down to go to the toilet, remember? And I, I went to the girls' toilet by mistake. And when I came out after doing the toilet... I was greeted by three old women and they shouted at me. And that was the joke all night. Everyone laughed at me all night. Saying, ah, Ryan, you were in the girls' toilet. You know the way lads are. So, the girls' toilet. My God, lad. That would have been some shock. Oh, yeah, sa- savage, like. Savage. What about you? Did you ever go to matches, like? I did. I went to see Ireland and Australia play out here. Um, Chess, it was about five years ago. Maybe, no, be six years ago, I'd say. And, uh, yeah, in the rugby. Ireland played Australia and it was uh, a match we lost just a few minutes left we lost it but it was good like the stadium was full and you know the thing about these matches is the, the atmosphere is class as well like you, you watch the the old Mexican waves oh they were they're great lad when we went to that one in, in Perth that's all the people were focusing on no one gave a fuck about the match everyone was just making sure that this wave kept going all the way around the stadium it nearly lasted the whole match all that is it's pure class like it was the same in Suncorp Stadium, where I'm going tonight. And, you know, this wave would take off. Next thing come around to you and everyone beside you just goes... And next thing it moves around again. You just watch it carry the whole way around the stadium. It's fucking unreal. Like. Yeah, class. Do you reckon they'll win tonight? Oh, they will, I'd say. Yeah. Be nice to see them beat Nigeria now. At least get one win before they go home. You know, the first match um, against Australia broke uh, the 2023 record for most viewed on RTE. Did it fuck? Yeah, yeah. Everyone is um, really behind these girls and it's just sad to see that they're out in the first go. So um, m- maybe next time, hey. They're a good team, good team. Yeah, because they, they lost 1-0 against Australia. Yeah, and then uh, they lost 2-1 against Canada. Yeah, but one of those goals was an own goal. I know, but it still counts. Yeah, it shouldn't count. If you kick it into your own net, it's a mistake. I know, lad, but it's just part of it. Did you see the corner kick from Katie McCabe? Oh, lad. Some left boot on that one, hey? Did you see the colour of it? Class shoes. She was wearing some class ones. But she gave it some kick and straight over the goalie's head. What a goal. Like, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't do that sort of stuff. And look at the money he's on. These girls are getting fractions of that money. And they can put on spectacles. Telling you. Put on spectacles? No, not the glasses. Like, you know, like, they can put on performance. Oh, for sure. For sure, it'll be interesting to see who uh, who goes ahead and wins it out now. But yeah, it's going to be good night. I, I'm looking forward to going there now later on tonight and sitting and watching it. And uh, yeah, never know, you might see some people that I know and, you know, get chatting and have some fucking videos and stuff. We'll see. We'll see how it goes anyway. Yeah, let's see. Come here. Do you know what we're going to talk about now today? No, I don't know. You did say you had something. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the other day you did a video where you were singing a song and then like an ambulance was going past the house and you blessed yourself? And then someone was like, that's a very Irish thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. What, blessing yourself? No, 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 superstitions. Irish superstitions. All right, okay. So, like, with seeing magpies and that, 
Yeah, that's it. There's one, yeah. I have some of them here, and I've got some that are not on the list that we can just chat about as we go along, all right? Yeah, okay. So if you give something sharp to your friend, it will cut your relationship, your, your friendship off. So, like, say if you got married to someone, and, like, someone gave you a gift of a set of knives, your, your, your marriage is going to end. It's going to end, guys. Don't give people knives for wedding presents, because that, that, that's not fair. These people want to have a good go at it. Don't, don't treat them like that. Yeah, but do you believe in that? I don't know. I don't want to chance it. I don't want to chance it. So any weddings I go to, I don't buy knives. I don't. I don't even use the knives at the dinner. I put it at the side and just chop it up with the spoon. <laughs> you don't even use the knife. I don't. I don't, let. I want to give these people every chance in life. The next one is the magpies. Do you know the one about the magpies? Oh yeah, what is this? Uh, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. Yeah, have you ever fucking seen seven magpies? I tell you, lad, there was one day I saw about 20 of them, all at one time, in Willie Brennan's field across the road from the house there, at home. Jez, there must have been 20 of them. What does that mean then for luck? I don't know, I don't know. But I did a lot of waving. Yeah, because you have to wave at them, you have to. Because if you're driving in a car and you see a magpie, you have to wave at him. Say, here, <laughs> fuck off, I always say. <laughs> fuck off, if it's only one. And then if there's two, that means you get good luck. Because one is bad luck, two is good luck. And if you get two, you wave at him and say, hey, woo, what's crack lad? You know, and then if you see three, you're going to have a girl or someone you know is going to have a girl when they get pregnant or they have their baby. And then four is a boy. Magpies are clever. They can tell you your sex without even going to the ultra scans. <laughs> Lads, you're something else, eh? What's the next one there? Uh, if you find money on the ground, you'll have good luck. Like a penny or something. Yeah, that's a, that's an old one now. That is an old one. The next one now, my ma would say, sometimes, if you disturb a fairy fort, especially at the start of May, they're going to kill you. You're going to die. What? Yeah, fairy fort. You can't interfere with them. Because those fairies, they're lunatics. Do you ever see them fighting? What? I'm telling you, it's here now. The term fairy fort refers to a variety of structure remnants found across Ireland that some people believe to be the home of the fairies or small people. As sweet as the name sounds, fairies were not to be disturbed and revenge for any upheaval could range from sleepless nights to death. You see, my ma was right. She said they'll come and they'd kill you. They'll kill you. Jesus, lad. I don't know about that now. Do you believe in that? I don't take risks, lad. I don't like to chance it, you know. I don't like to chance it at all. And the next one now is, when you've got an itchy nose, like we've said before, it's a sign of a fight. So what we used to do is, back home, like, if your nose is itchy, you have to go up to the people that you don't want to fight with and say, itchy nose, and you have to reassure them that you, you don't want to fight. And that's what we used to do. And then there's another one here. It says, if a candle doesn't burn in the window... Throughout Christmas, bad luck will come to the house the following year. <laughs> Candles were bad luck in my house at Christmas, I tell you. I don't know if my man knows this, and I'm sure if she's listening to this one, she might be listening to this one. But when we were younger, she was, uh, I don't know where she was, she was getting off anyway. And it was around Christmas time because she had the mantelpiece all done up with uh, the, the old um, white fucking cotton and uh, the, the holly and stuff, all that sort of stuff. It was all done up, it was all real nice. <laughs> 
And myself, my older brother were upstairs. I don't know whether we were playing FIFA or something like that. But we were upstairs anyway. The younger brother was downstairs watching telly or something. Next thing all you hear is, Ah! Shane! Stephen! Ah! And we were down the stairs. And here he was, standing in the sitting room, looking at the mantelpiece. And all the cotton was just on fire. And we're like, Put it out, jeez! What are you doing looking at it? <laughs> he knocked over the candle that was on the mantelpiece. And as soon as the flame hit this cotton, it just... Whoosh, flame just dev- devoured the whole top of the mantelpiece. And he... Ah! Ah! If we weren't there, he would have just stood there and let the house burn down around him, this stupid fucking angel. What did you say to your ma? We didn't tell her. We just, we just took the cotton off and put up a fresh patch. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. That was uh, Declan. That wasn't us that did that. Mad horse. This one, no. This one differs depending on which hand it is. So if you've got an itch on your left palm, that means money is coming to you. And if you've got an itch on your right palm, that means money is leaving you. So if you've got bills due, your right hand will get itchy. And then if you've got the lotto coming in, your left hand will get itchy. And they reckon if your left hand gets itchy, Buy the lottery or buy a scratch card or put money on a, on a good horse. Good horse, yeah. Yep. I think halfway through this we'll do, we'll stop and like do the questions and then jump back in and finish it off. But the next one is, if you knock over your chair while you're standing up, you're in for some bad luck. No, I've never heard that one before. No, no, I've never heard that. My ma used to say if you put uh, shoes on the table, you're in for some bad luck. Or if you knock a spoon off the table, you're in for bad luck and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the chair one. I've never heard the chair one, no. That's a new one. Yeah, it's new for me as well. The next one is, if you break looking glass, you will have seven years bad luck. Yeah, that's an, that's an old one now that we were all uh, warned about. Don't break the mirror or you'll have bad luck, hey. <laughs> if a bird shites on you, it's good luck. It's good luck. It's not a nice feeling, but it's good luck for sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, heard that one. Uh, do you know... When people are making bread, here's one for you know that you probably don't know. When people are making bread, there's a reason they cut a cross in the bread. And when it comes out of the oven, it's got that nice crust. And you can see the cross in it. And that is to let the devil out. Huh? Tell you. I'll read it now. I haven't read the rest of them because we all kind of know what goes on. But this one might be interesting for some people. Soda bread was traditionally a staple of many Irish houses. As it could be cooked easily... From basic and cheap ingredients like flour, sour milk, and baking soda. Because people wouldn't have had lots of money back in the day, like, you know. And to this day, the person who is baking the bread scores it with a cross. That means as you make the, the, the dough, and before you put it in, you get a knife and you just quickly score across the top of it with a knife. You don't have to cut it, like, deep, because the cooking does all the work for you. All right there, Mr. Gino Cappuccino. Hey, Gino de Campo. Yeah, I... I'm only messing. Anyway, go on. The practical reason is to facilitate more even cooking. But they want you to think that. What they're really doing is they're trying to let the devil out. Get rid of him. Get rid of that bastard. Because he only brings badness, that whore. Oh, for sure. <laughs> You're not right in the head, hey? This is a part of the podcast where I ask Ryan five quickfire questions and he needs to give me five quickfire answers. Now, for the last couple of weeks, we have missed this because a lot of our stuff has gone over time and we never got around to doing it, so we're going to do it today. You ready? 
yeah, we miss doing this now because my brain has been on freeze. Because I'm usually hyped up and ready for these. So go for it, lad. Ready, set, go. What song do you want to be your first dance at your wedding? I rocked the boat. Rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Could you imagine everybody for the first dance just getting lit to that song? But that's usually don't. Hang on. We'll talk about it in a minute. What is your nickname? Andy Jackhammer. What do you think happens after dead? Uh, you, you get washed down and they put you into a box and throw you into the ground. <laughs> what is one concept you can't understand no matter how hard you try? Uh, Chinese. Have you seen those symbols? They're fucking mental. How do you make the world a better place? Shoot all the gobshites. Nice, lad. Let's talk about some of this stuff now. Uh, did I give bad answers there? No, um, the, the death thing. That was a bit uh, harsh. You ask me what happens after you die. They wash you down, put you in a box and put you in the ground. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, but I think they mean, like, do you, do you believe in heaven? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there, so it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell what's true and what's not. And the other one that you said there, rock the boat, that's um, that's always towards the end of the night. Yeah, but could you imagine it starting out the night? God, to be mighty crack after that. Everyone's just there, not even drunk, just on the ground. Rock the boat, don't rock the boat, baby, rock the boat, rock the boat, baby. It's a good tune. Oh, it's good crack when you get a good fucking crowd going. There's always those fucking miserable bastards that don't want to be part of it, though. Oh, yeah, don't worry about him. Don't invite those people. We all know who those people are. Don't invite them. Don't fucking invite them. And what's with the Chinese thing? Hey, the, the symbols. The symbols. I can't understand them. I've tried. They're just crazy. Who came up with that? Hey, the Chinese. Yeah, why? I don't know. It's just their way of doing things. Why do we've got the alphabet? Hey, because that's easy. Yeah, it's easy for us because we've grown up with it. Yeah, Chinese is too hard. Too hard. Sorry about that, no? Right, carry on there with your uh, superstition things, hey? Oh yeah, sorry about that. So the next one is, if you find a comb on the ground, you leave it there. You don't touch it. And why is that? Because uh, it belongs to the Banshee. Yeah, there's a big um, a big thing about the Banshee. If you hear the Banshee roaring, it means someone uh, close to you or around you or in your family or whatever is going to die. Do you believe in that? I don't know. I, I thought I heard the Banshee one time when I was at home asleep. And it turns out it was Lucy's tomcat giving it to the other cat. And God, they were making an awful racket. I found that out after. I was so scared because it was quite the sound. 
quite the sound for sure. Uh, there's another one here now, and it says, Placing the Child of Prague statue in your house before a wedding. This will ensure your big day will be rain-free. Oh yeah, I- I've heard that. I have never been uh, never been around anyone that's done that. I don't know if anyone in my family did that. We never did it out here anyway. But, um, but we had a fine day out here. We didn't need the Child of Prague. The weather's always pretty good out here. <laughs> the other one that we do as well is throwing the salt. Oh yeah, if you spill it, you throw it over your shoulder. Remember that scene from <laughs> from Dumb and Dumber? Oh, where he throws it over his shoulder and hits your man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then turns out that fella is actually gay, that, that big big hearty fella. And he tries to, to take advantage of the, the, the Lloyd Simpsons in the toilet. Cruel stuff, hey? Cruel stuff. Yeah. This next one now, people, I don't know if people are going to believe this, but it's actually true. The seventh son of a seventh son has special powers. Okay, I've heard this one now. Can you explain what you think it is? Yeah, because I know a fella, his name is Martin. And he is the seventh son of... He is the seventh son of the seventh son, if that's how it's described. And he is able to heal Trush. Do you know, like, if you get Trush in that, he's able to heal that. All right, how does he do that? Uh, he blows, uses his mouth. What? So if one has Trush on her... No, no, he doesn't blow on the fanny. He blows in their mouth. And he heals them. God, that'd be a strange thing to feel, hey? Yeah, I, I think I'd live with the trush now. Before, um, before going through that. And there's other people they can use, like, uh, rings and that to cure warts. Um, I know people that can, can see if something is um, really, really bad with a glass. Like, if they check your skin, they can check to see if, like, a wart is really bad or, like, a skin condition is really bad. By looking through a glass. It's crazy stuff. Uh, and do you remember the bar and break? Halloween. Oh, with the ring in it. Yeah, we used to poke the head off each other for that thing. Yeah, there's a, a thing about that. If you, Whoever finds the ring is um, is going to be the next person to get married. Yeah, that's what they say. But uh, that that's bullshit. That one is shy. Because I found that loads of times. And you got married before me. So, I don't know. <laughs> There's one here that says, uh, handing someone a knife. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. What? You're not allowed to do that. Say if, uh, if someone knocks a knife off the table and it falls on your side, fucking leave it there. Let that lazy bastard go up and get himself, because if you hand them the knife, it's bad luck. I don't know about that, lad. It, it is. It is. I did it before. Fella knocked a knife off the table in the work canteen. I picked it up, handed it to him, and he walked through the glass door on the way out. What? Tell you, it's bad luck, don't do it. Don't do that, guys. Someone drops a knife, that lazy bastard can get himself. I, lad, I don't know. That's just what I think, anyway. That's what I've been told. And, yeah, I've seen it happen, so... Just be careful with knives, lads, because they're sharp. And they're out to get you as well, so... The, the next one is the Blarney Stone. Do you know that one? Yes, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you get the gift of the gab. Fuck, you must have kissed it a few times. You, you never stop fucking talking. I've never been near that fucking thing. Haven't you? No. Have you? No. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of hang upside down, I think, trying to kiss that. Yeah, I, I think I've seen some photos or something of people trying to do that, yeah. I've, I've never been there at all, but yeah, I don't know. Do you believe in that? I don't know, fuck. I don't know, it's probably all shite as well. And the last one on that list is probably the most well-known one, and that is don't let 
a fucking black cat cross your path. It, like even, especially I suppose, especially on Friday the 13th. If a cat is going to try and cross in front of you, you boot that bastard so he doesn't. Send him the other way. Because you're in for some shy times if a cat crosses you. Why is that? I don't know. It's a whore. Don't do it. Don't let him pass you. Run at the whore and drive him with a kick if you have to. <laughs> we, don't con- we don't condone kicking cats. Not only the black ones. <laughs> they're out to get you. Every one of them. They're, they're trying to fight you. Don't let one step in front of you. Lads, I mean it. Don't do that. You're, you're going to be in for some bad luck. Think of yourself. Fuck the cat. <laughs> Stop. I don't care. Do what you want. But if one comes across front of me, ha, he's fucked. <laughs> you can be sure as fuck I'll be blessing myself when that whore goes past an ambulance. Ha. What do you reckon? Look at him. Any time with laughter there. <laughs> Ah, uh, stop. See, you don't like cats then? I'm not a fan of cats, no. <laughs> Much prefer the dogs, don't you be honest? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I wouldn't be going around kicking them, though. No, I don't kick all cats. Just the ones that are black and they try and cross in front of me. <laughs> this is fucking hard, eh? <laughs> I'm just giving you a taste of what it's like for me to do this fucking podcast. It's kind of like I've got two minds and I don't even know what Ryan's going to come up with. How the fuck did you know I'm going to talk about? <laughs> it just, stuff just comes out and I don't even realise. <laughs> we got sent in a story about um, STDs. Now, I, I said I'd read this out for this lad, but it, it's got nothing to do with an STD. But anyway, anyway, we'll, um, it, it's got to do with Itchy Mickey. Yeah, yeah, that's a whore. That is a whore. Anyway, go ahead. So this came in from a lad called Aaron. And he said, he was out on a heli job. A heli job? Yeah, they fly drilling rig supplies into remote locations by a helicopter. Beat the fuck. That'd be class. And we needed to get water for our drilling operation. So he was tasked with heading down to the river, about a kilometre from the site, downhill, in fucking bear country. What? Bear country? Fuck that. Uh, exactly. So I grabbed me bear spray which usually comes in a protected case. But I took it out for easy access in case a bear came. Fuck that, lads. And I put the bottle into the pocket of the overalls and thought no more about it. So the helicopter came with the basket we fly the water up in, and I held it to guide it down. And the basket hit my leg, and sure I never noticed then that the leg started to get spicy. I looked down, and the safety clip came off, and half the can blew up in the pocket. Cue the mad rush to get back to sight. I told the medic, and she was like, Grand, strip down to the jocks, and we'll hose you down for 20 minutes. <laughs> Do you imagine standing there for 20 minutes and someone's hosing you fucking down? My God. But what nobody realised was that the water washed the bear spray into the jocks and coated the Mickey with bear spray. My God. And I had to sit like that till the helicopter came back, picked me up at 4 p.m., Mind you, this happened at 10am. So now I get nicknamed Bobo. (laughs) Your Mickey would have been fucking red raw from the scratching lad. You can be sure of that. Imagine fucking having to deal with bears on the regular. 
Bear spray. Fuck that, lad. I would not be living here. Why do people live in these places? Yeah, people are fucking afraid of Australia and the snakes and the spiders. Fuck getting involved with a big black bear or a big grizzly bear or whatever. Fuck that, lad. Yeah, no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We're never going to do a podcast where there's bears. Please, don't. No, we're fucking not. (laughs) So we're going to end the podcast now with our uh, positive mental health stuff. Now, you did a video the other day that really sums it up really good. And I think we should play that on the podcast for people. And that will be our ending message. All right? The one about uh, not fighting your mind. Yeah, that one. Okay, yeah, all right, let's do that, so, right? One question for you. What is a man? Now, I give you an answer before you give me one. Now, a man is tough, you know, strong, bulletproof. And society has programmed men to be ashamed of themselves if they feel any less than these things. You know, you feel sad? You should be ashamed of yourself. Big boys don't cry. You feel pressure? You should be ashamed of yourself. Men don't feel pressure. Cop on to yourself. You know? I don't care who you are and what you think you're capable of. You could be the type of man that is willing and brave enough to get into a ring with Mike Tyson when he was in his prime after Mass on a Sunday and fight him. I don't care. But there's one fight I can guarantee you you will never win. And that is a fight with your mind. Because when you're fighting Mike Tyson, you know what he's capable of. He's got two weapons either side of his body that he's going to swing at you. And if he hits you, it's very likely it's going to hurt you. But you've got a fighter's chance of winning that if you can avoid those shots and land a few of your own. But when you fight your mind, (laughs) you're getting hit from everywhere with all kinds of weapons. Stuff that you can't see coming and you can't avoid. Stress. Pressure. Mortgage. Relationship. Constantly hitting you with stuff. And when you're fighting Mike Tyson, when he knocks you down, you've got a 10 count. 10 seconds to decide whether you're able to get back up and keep fighting that man. And if you can't get back up, he walks away. He is the winner. Fair play to you, Mike Tyson. You have won again. Good man. But when you fight with your mind and it knocks you down, it's going to keep hitting you and keep hitting you and keep hitting you. It's going to kill you. Your mind will kill you if you fight it. And this is the thing. This is what's killing men every day. Their mind. They're already dead before they do the deed. Hey. And, you know, there's no need to fight these emotions, lads. There is no need for anyone to die because they feel sad. Because they feel pressure. Because they feel emotional. Or they're upset about something. There is no need. And if you work with your mind, it will work with you. And you can figure out what it is that's going on. And you can live your life. No family deserves to bury a child because they felt sad. No family deserves to bury a father because he felt sad. You know, we're here to talk about stuff, lads. It's okay to feel sad. And remember, as I always say, there's a reason you're here. My reason for being here is doing videos, making people happy, singing songs, telling stories. That's my reason for being here. And I only figured that out recently. So if you decide that you want to fight your mind and your mind takes over and wins, and it sees you out the door, you're not going to find your reason for being here. It could present itself tomorrow, and it could change your life, just as my reason is changing my life. And it's only happened very recently. So remember, it's all right to talk. There is no need to be ashamed of being sad. We all feel it.
that's a good one. Lots of people have messaged and said that they like that one. And it has really helped them. So, good job, lad. It's, that's as real as it gets, though. Like, come on, let's be honest. I, I don't I don't sugarcoat things. I don't say things just for the sake of saying them. That's, that's how it is. And that's why people are listening to that going, Jesus, lad, you've just explained that exactly how I'm feeling. That's true. You could be as big and as tough as you want. You could fight ten lads at one time and win. You're not going to beat your mind. Your mind can be one of two things. Your best friend or your worst enemy. And it's you who chooses which one it is. It's willing to be either. It's willing to do either for you. But you have to choose which one it is. And that's the way I look at it. Your mind is a powerful thing. And you can use it for good. Manifesting good things. You know, the law of attraction. The placebo effect. That's all your mind. Your mind is a fucking magical place. But if you don't work with it and you fight it, (laughs) it can be the devil and it will kill you. And before the lads are hanging from the rafters or before the fumes of the car have consumed them, these lads are already dead. You know, they're already dead inside. So the actual doing of the deed is the easiest part. They've already fought the battle with their mind and lost. So uh, as sad as that might sound for some people, that's the reality of it. And that's the way I look at it. God, lad, you're fucking wise, hey? <laughs> well, we're going to wait till tomorrow and do the next podcast because we usually do it one after another. But because the match is on tonight, we might talk about stuff that happens at the match tomorrow. How about that? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. All right, we'll, uh, we'll have a cup of tea. Yeah, have tea. All right, lads. Thanks, Tom, for listening to the podcast. We hope it was a good one. Thanks very much for everyone that messages about the podcast and keeps listening because this does kind of support us a little bit, gives us little bits of money. Every now and again, when people listen to the ads and that, I know the ads are shite, but it's the only way that I can I can uh, put bread on the table because I'm not working anymore because I've committed full-time to the podcast. So, thanks very much, guys. See you later. Bye. See you, lads. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.